0: Hey, ladies, we're back again for another episode on the Weight Loss for Women 40 Plus podcast. Now, this week, I am back home, back in Orange, New South Wales, actually for a funeral. So, keeping it real, my pop died and we're all back home. But hey, that happens and life continues. Cycle of life, hey? All right, so, ladies, what I'm going to be talking to you today about is overcoming self sabotage. In three steps. This was an awesome presentation that we took to our clients and it really helped them out. So what have we worked with? We've worked with about 1100 women so far. So we know this stuff works, works really well. Women 40 to 60 years old. So recently on my socials and other podcasts, I've been talking a lot about how not to lose weight, you know, what you shouldn't do. But today I'm going to give you the exact frameworks on how to overcome self-sabotage. Now, a quick little definition that we could probably all agree on, self-sabotage is just our immediate actions getting in the way way of our longer-term goal or our bigger goal. So right now, getting in the road of our future, essentially. So we're going to go through three steps that I've used to help all of our clients. Overcome their self-sabotage and help them lose weight successfully. I've trialed these over the past five years. They work really, really well. So a tiny bit about me. I am. I grew up in a family of six: two parents, three siblings. I'm the oldest, and my mum really started gaining weight in her mid thirties. It was after my sister Sophie was born, so she's now 26. So we're going back 26 years. Now that's when my mum was doing all these, you know, weight loss fads, no sugar diets, cutting carbs, skipping meals, doing the shakes, all that type of shit. You name it. And with every single diet came the self sabotage, whether it was eating chocolate at nighttime because she skipped meals in the day or drinking a glass of wine at dinner because she was stressed out after being you know working as a shift worker as a nurse even staying up late watching movies because she had a sleep pattern that was all over the place even things like she wasn't walking she wasn't exercising because she was so tired now more than that was the impact it had on herself and on the whole family unit so short temper impatience with the kids her partner not wanting to go socialize because clothes didn't fit right even isolating more and staying at home more often because of how she felt about her appearance she didn't want to go out and the list just goes on and on and on now a couple of stats we talk to 1500 1500 ladies every single year whether it be on the phone on zoom calls it's not just my mum going through this like it's 99 percent of the ladies that we talk to and we work with. Now, you might not have all those things happening to you, all those pain points, but I guarantee more than likely one or two. So, what we're going to go through today is how to overcome that self sabotage. So, step one, have space in your life for self care and hobbies that you like. I cannot stress this enough. Taking your kids to soccer is not a hobby, exercise is not a hobby, going for a walk is not a hobby a hobby is an interest or an activity to which a person devotes time for pleasure what are the things that give you pleasure an interest or an activity that gives you pleasure those of our clients that don't have regular time for hobbies or self care care sorry they were unhappy people and what are unhappy people do they self sabotage if you're unhappy you're going to self sabotage If you're mega happy, life's great, life's full of joy, no problems, I doubt there's a lot of self-sabotage going on. Here's the perspective for the masculine, for the men, or masculine. If the masculine doesn't have a fulfilled life, they're going to seek it from a secondary source, such as watching other men live their life at the edge. That's why a lot of men love watching other men play sport, action movies, TV, live sport games. They're not doing it themselves, but they're watching someone else live at their edge. So a lot of the time, so obviously it's normal to enjoy sport, but a lot of men, when they're stuck, they're not fulfilled, they're going to seek it through someone else. Now, how our clients, women 40 to 60 do it, a little bit different. The feminine works different to the masculine. This is how I've seen our clients do it, through pets, romantic TV shows, movies, chocolate, food, alcohol. A lot of the times, if our ladies don't have fulfillment in their life, they're going to seek it through not only someone else's, but they might seek it through something else. None of those things are going to bring you long-term gratification. Always wanting more because they don't satisfy for super long. So here's, here's the task, part of step one, to put hobbies and self-care back into your life. Now, this doesn't have to be a long time, but it at least has to be weekly. If you can't think of a hobby, little exercise, go back, to before you had kids, teenage years, 20s, whatever it was, bring something back that you used to do when you were younger, even before you had the kids. So have a think, what hobbies, what self-care, what can you bring back that you're not doing now that you used to do? That's step one. Step two, replacing your negative self-talk with nothing. Everyone thinks, oh, just replace negative self-talk with positive self-talk. I don't believe in that. Some people believe in shouting affirmations in the mirror, In my experience, they do pretty much fuck all. We know who and what we are. If we wanna be someone else or be something else, we need to change our actions, not our words. Yes, words have a little impact, but I'm like, what do you think brings the biggest change in someone? Them just saying, I'm gonna be better, I'm gonna be better, I'm gonna be more confident or actually doing the things that make someone more confident, doing the things that make someone better. Actions are gonna do a lot more for someone. So, I want you to replace negative self-talk with nothing. Because what we say about ourselves, a lot of times negative, it's berating. We beat ourselves up. There was a simple quote that I live by. Women grow through praise and men grow through challenge. We're very different, men and women. So ladies, you're going to get more out of yourself if you praise yourself compared to belittle yourself. Now, I'm not talking if you do something negative, And you just shout positive affirmations at yourself. When you're doing good things, praise yourself. No, fuck yeah. That's what I want. I want to be be doing better. Praise the good things. So if you want the feminine to change their behavior, praise the good, ignore the bad. We don't even need to talk about the bad. Yes, it happened, it's done. With masculine, you challenge them to do better and I want to live up to your expectation and gain respect. Cut out the negative self-talk. It does nothing for your growth and it takes you backwards. If you don't have, the the saying so simple. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. You don't have to make up and lie and be positive and say, good job when it wasn't right. There's nothing nice to say, just say nothing. Same anything with yourself, just say nothing. That's the easiest thing to do. And number three just keep your integrity. This is a big one. Integrity means the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. So if you say you're going to do something, do it. When you say you're going to do something, then you don't do it, you weaken your self confidence and you lose faith in your own ability. Imagine having a partner that promised you they're going to mow the lawns, they're going to take the bins out, they're going to pick up the kids this week, they never did it. And the next weekend, yes, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, and they don't do it. You ask them, and it goes on every single week. Ask them hundreds of times, and they never did it once. Would you be confident in their ability in them? Probably not. You'd be like, well, I'm going to ask them to do something and they're not going to do it. Why wouldn't that be different to yourself? How many times have you said you're going to do something and not do it? Thousands, tens of thousands, millions of times since you've been born. Would you not lose all confidence in yourself if you continually didn't do what you said you were going to do? Big point here, being a weak person and falling into self-sabotage actually starts right here, letting yourself down on your promises. Simply, if you say you're going to do something, Just do it. Every time you look at that mess and don't do it, yeah, I'm going to do it later and don't do it, broken promise. Every time you say you're going to go do that workout and don't do it, broken promise. No different to the partner. What if someone just kept breaking their promises to you? Would you just lose all confidence in them? Self-confidence comes from this. This is why you can see someone who's 140 kilograms and the most confident person, and you see someone who's 65 kilograms, mega in shape, and they're not confident. Confidence doesn't just come from appearance. Confidence comes from being a person of your word to you, keeping your own integrity. If you can't keep your own integrity, how are you going to get the big things right, like losing weight? Losing weight is a set of promises that you keep to yourself. It's the sleep, it's the food, it's the exercise, it's the walking. So keep your integrity. And what's going to happen is if you're a more confident person, if you're someone that doesn't talk down negative to yourself, someone who has more happiness in their life from hobbies and self-care, You're going to be someone who self-sabotages less and less and less and less over time. This is why our ladies do so well in our programs. It's not just about losing weight and food and exercise. It's about the person. If you get the person right, you're going to get the weight loss right. Work on the person, not just the fucking food and the exercise. So ladies, that's three steps to overcoming self-sabotage. And ladies, I'm going to catch you in the next one.